Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. I love it, love it, love it. So, Seth, here we are back again on the Post-Purchase Podcast. Let me get rid of that screen. And I'll tell you what. The guest that we have slipped in here at the last minute because we had a cancellation, but I'm so glad to be back in the studio recording another episode. We have a tremendous amount of fun, don't we, buddy? Hanging out with the best top minds in the industry, the best strategists, the best software companies, the best service providers, and boy, we got a treat. Yeah, Sean. So today is extra exciting for us because we're bringing on a friend that we've had for a long time, long time friend. Um, but she is an absolute rock star in her space. And she's going to be talking about traffic and how you can drive traffic through a couple different ways, specifically through sponsored ads to drive more sales and ranking in your business. And, you know, in, in our business, Sean, we really push for following up with your customers. Well, guess what? If you have more customers, you have more people to follow up with therefore a more valuable business and a more profitable business. So please, uh, without further ado, let's bring on Laura McCall from uh, Sponsored Profit. She's the co-founder of Sponsored Profit. Let's go ahead and add her there. Oh, there you go. So Laura, welcome to the Post Purchase Podcast. Um, it's been a long time coming and we're excited to have you today. Yeah, it's good to, it's good to be back. Good to see you guys. Thank you for, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I know we're going to have a lot of fun today. Seth and I have prepared some pretty awesome questions for you. We're going to jump into that in a moment, but uh, bring folks up to date. Where have you been? How's business? Um, you're in the you're in the UK still, right? And mm-hmm. uh, how how are what are you looking forward to in the new year? And then we'll jump into sponsored profits. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be another. You know. Um, it's going to be another year of uh, change, I, I think, um, for brands um, on Amazon, for service providers like ourselves um, serving this community and and operating in this industry. Um, you know, coming off the back of 2022, you know, Amazon didn't disappoint in terms of you know um, you know more changes, um, certainly within um, the sphere of. Uh, Amazon advertising and and, and PPC, um, you know, more features, more reporting, more data. So yeah, I mean, we're 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 excited and um, expecting more of the same this year. And and really, it's just again giving um, sellers the opportunity to um, really build and scale um, their brands on on Amazon in in new and different ways. All right. Amazing. So, so Laura, let's dig in for, for everyone who doesn't know you as well as we do. Um, let's dig into your history a little bit here. How and why did you get into this crazy business? <clears throat> I know Amazon's changing the landscape all the time and it's kind of difficult, but there's huge rewards if you can get it right. So tell us the backstory here, Laura. Yeah, well, well look, it, it, it was by accident. It, it, it wasn't by um, design. Um, I'm actually a former seller myself, uh, as is my business partner, uh, Daryl. And um, when we first met, we went um, to China on a sourcing trip, right? And and so I was an active seller back, back then. I think that was 2015, 2016. Um, so yeah, so, you know, essentially myself um, and my business partner, we actually met at a um, 
at a live event uh, in in the US. Uh, again, I think it was around 2015, 2016. And, um, you know, when you're in a sea of um, Americans, we were in Vegas at, at the time, and you kind of hear a British accent sort of here and there, you kind of immediately gravitate towards one another. And, um, and yeah, essentially, you know, Daryl's you know, superpower was PPC. Um, you know, my superpower at the time was product listing. So, you know, we started helping each other out with our product listings with our PPC. Then we started helping out, you know, our friends and other sellers sort of in, in our network and, and very quickly um, word spread and it kind of became the, the perfect business for us. So what started as a kind of a, a fun sort of side gig in addition to selling then really became our main gig and, and we formed sponsored uh, profit. It'll be coming up to five years ago now. Wow. That's that's uh, that's amazing. So um, now I can see where uh, where May did the banners. You did a much better job than me, May. So um, on on the course of PPC, there, you know, and I know you've been in this game for quite a while now. You've mm-hmm. seen uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind, what is Laura? What's a major blind spot that you're seeing for Amazon sellers today? Gosh, um, I mean. You know, I think ultimately, I think the biggest blind spot um, is, you know, Amazon PPC still works. It's still possible to rank products. It's just it requires a slightly different approach or a, or a more nuanced approach. So I think where sellers are getting unstuck is that they are relying on, you know, outdated strategies. And when I say outdated, I'm not even talking about strategies that are, you know, two, three, four years old. I'm talking about strategies that might even be, you know, 12 months old. And it's not because, you know, we've discovered some secret source or or, or, or some kind of shady black hack tactic to kind of game the system. It's, it's just that, um, some of those changes I mentioned at the start of the show in terms of, you know, more reporting and more data becoming available, it's really leveraging that data. Unfortunately, Amazon makes it quite difficult because it sits in lots of different places. We've figured out a way to, to pull it all together. But ultimately, it's leveraging that data to, to take a more kind of granular and laser focused approach to how you spend your ad dollars, to how you select which keywords to rank for and which not, um, that will really kind of make a difference and, and move the needle on your business. So I think as a seller, if you've, if you're still doing what you've always done, you know, in terms of um, advertising and and even you know in terms of product listings, um, you know, for our clients, you know. I, I, I'm not sure if any of our clients have ever changed their product titles. For example, that's the one. That's the one part of the the, the listing which is like, no, don't don't change it. But yes, with Amazon, ex- <laughs> right? With Amazon experiments now, we can split test and we can, you know, we can kind of test. Okay, can we get some more, um, you know, CTR juice or conversion juice um, without kind of going all out and, and making those changes? But to my point, it's it's just that. You need to be evolving. You need to be constantly changing, testing, and trying new things. Because ultimately, and you guys will know this because you work with you know multi-million um, dollar brands, your multi-million you know dollar sellers yourselves. This is what the big brands are doing. You know they're always looking at you know how can we you know get our click-through rate up um, a notch? How can we squeeze some more conversion um, out of our um, out of our listings, out of our ads. And, and and it's those kind of incremental 
improvements um, that are going to kind of move you forward and, and, and keep you moving forward instead of getting stuck. Yeah, that's, that's really good. So Laura, the, um, the thing that, that we see all the time is exactly what you're saying. If a seller comes to us and they're struggling, it's what have you done recently to stay on, mm-hmm. on top of it? What mm-hmm. have you launched recently? What new strategies mm-hmm. have you tried recently? And the people that are struggling, struggling inevitably tell us, well, I launched this product three years ago and it did really, yeah. really well. Yeah. And they've been coasting it all the way downhill for the last three years. They haven't yeah. launched a new product. They haven't yeah. done anything new in terms of marketing. And they just, yeah. they're just sitting there three years ago, stuck in time. And, you know, of course, the people that are, are actively pushing every single day are going to eat their lunch, right? Yeah, so, 100%. Because, you know... <laughs> Everything's always changing, right? Even in terms of, you know, your main keywords, you know, your search terms, they change. Traffic changes. Um, how customers find your products changes. Competitors change. New competitors come in. So there's that that constant change that's taking place as well as then, you know, Amazon providing us with more ways to advertise or more ways to use brand assets, for example. So unless you are, you know, moving with these changes and, and, and mm-hmm. testing a little bit at a time, if you're not, you can guarantee your competitors are, and that's how they're nudging ahead of you. And, and, you know, Laura, I kind of view it as a big race. And when you first get into the game, you grab your baton and you take off running yeah. and you're really trying to keep up with the race, right? But then you figure out Amazon's kind of easy if you get the right product. And then it goes well and you just feel like you can just take a seat on the sidelines and let your product mm-hmm. run it for you. And you can't, you've got to be running out there as well. So I really, really uh, resonate with what you're saying there. And it applies to every facet of the business. Like Sean and I work on marketing um, every single day. And I know you work on PPC. So to be laser focused on one aspect and push every day really gives you a huge advantage. So my next question for you is um, when you're looking at the sellers that are actually successful, what is that best kept secret that other sellers um, really aren't paying attention to? You know, I think, you know, ultimately, I think there's a few I think there's a few different things, um, but I mean, I think I would have to say um, really use like utilizing um, Amazon experiments, split testing every you know part of their com- component of their listings. Obviously, not you know all at the same time, but you know when Amazon experiments first came out, um, it was I think your main image and I think potentially your title um, that you could change. Well, now you can you know you can split test your bullet points your product description and your EBC. So it's it's taking a methodical, systematic, ongo- ongoing approach to kind of tweaking all those different elements. So I think that's one thing. Um, and make no mistake, the big brands, you know, they do this day in, day out. Um, and, and I think as well, just, um, you know, combined with that, is leveraging all this new and available data, um, you know, in brand metrics, search query performance that now actually allows you to view your brand, your products, your search terms in the lens of the category. So how do you compare to your competitors in terms of the percentage of market share that you have, the percentage of search, um, the percentage of impressions, sorry, that you're getting, you know, on ads, um, how you're converting at, at a search term level um, compared to your competitors. Are you converting better 
or worse. And all of these things will then also give you a competitive advantage in terms of what keywords you choose to rank for or not. So it's it's using that data to kind of pull back and now see yourself within the lens of your category as opposed to just, you know, I sell a great product and it's, you know, it's really fantastic <laughs> and I consistently do this, that and the other. Well, you know, yep. now we've got the data that says, yeah, you're pretty good. However, your competitors are better at, at, at whatever level. And as, as bitter pill as, uh, you know, uh, as bitter a pill as that is to swallow, again, if you can kind of step back and look at that and go, oh, okay. So where do I have a competitive advantage? Where are the weaknesses? How do I improve those? Where do I have an advantage? How do I, you know, leverage that? Those things are really, really important, I think. Great. Laura, thank you. Some uh, super solid advice for sellers out there. I know that you're in the trenches every day and you're often uh, walking sellers through these pitfalls. And as long as, you know, the way I understand it, I, I know that you're super effective at managing PPC, but I think as sellers, we need to be focused on having someone who knows how to steer the ship while we focus on our everyday business. So I'm going to ask you in a minute, we're going to dig into the main challenges that Amazon sellers are seeing today. But before you answer that question, let me play this. Hey there, it's Sean Hart. If you found the information on the post-purchase podcast useful and impactful for your business, do us a favor and your colleagues a favor, share this, like us, and let others know how to find us on your social channels. We'd sure appreciate you. Now let's get back to the show. Thank you. Yes, that's the best way for other sellers to find our podcast and to see this valuable information. So go out there and spread the word right now. So Laura, tell me if you would, uh, what are the main PPC challenges that Amazon sellers are facing today? I mean, I think... I think it falls down to, um, you know, three things. Um, I think number one, obviously, ad costs have gone through the roof. Um, I mean, what we're seeing in terms of averages for our clients, cost per clicks have increased by an average of around 60% year on year. So that's a massive challenge. Um, I think uh, second to that, um, because of the tenfold increase in paid real estate on Amazon, what that's leading to is, you know, an ever increasing percentage of sales coming from PPC. So, you know, the average, you know, again, we've tracked this data. Um, the average was around sort of 31% as far as our clients were concerned a couple of years ago. You know, that's now edging, you know, up to around, you know, 44, 45%. So again, you know, in terms of you know, profit margins in terms of where your sales are coming from, you know, brands are being squeezed because of these increasing costs and the impact, you know, ultimately that that it's making to, you know, to their bottom line. Um, so being able to remedy them, um, I think, is really important. And I think the third thing, and, and this is a, you know, this is quite a startling statistic, is, is that 68% of clicks on page one come from the top three placements, which are paid, by the way, because we know typically, you know, you've got the brand ad at the, at the top from sponsored brands, but then you'll have those four sponsored product placements. So the reality is, if you're not advertising aggressively or you're not ranked in those top one to eight placements, you're seeing significantly less traffic. And that's a, that's a huge challenge. Um, again, there are ways to mitigate this and overcome this, but I think those three things, I think pretty much every brand owner can relate to. 
So, Laura, the last one for me is huge, right? <clears throat> the last one, the last point that you made was that the traffic is consolidating to the top of the page. And at the top of the page, Amazon's stuffing it with ads because they get paid more, right? So they make yeah. more money by placing ads there because that's where all the clicks are. So mm -hmm. then as a seller, you have to do other things to make that feasible, right? Amazon has so much traffic that the opportunity is still huge, but you still have to do ways to, or you still have to do things to make it profitable for you. So I, I'll give mm -hmm. you an example. Sean and I used to sell a weighted hula hoop and on the backside of the, of the weighted hula hoop, we would remember sell that customer would sell that same customer, a membership, uh, a fitness membership that where they would pay us $4 and 99 cents a month in, in for a digital good, right? So that's $5 profit every single month. And it starts to stack up so we can afford to pay for that spot. Whereas other sellers couldn't. Mm -hmm. So I think today to follow up with your customers and to offer more value and to offer up those and profits and things like that is even more important. And to be able to control your traffic, um, like what you're talking about through sponsored ads to drive a targeted customer who's like a, an, um, a, a super user, right? Somebody who lives and breathes and eats those hula hoops and mm -hmm. dies for the, the fitness membership. That's your perfect customer. And I think some of the things that you're doing would really help with that. So um, Laura, we talked about this a little bit before the call. You guys were, you were telling us that in your company, you really have narrowed your focus down to the perfect Amazon seller that you can really, really help. So can you talk through that a little bit? Who is the perfect client for you? Who can you help the most and who can you not? Okay. I mean, <clears throat> it's a good question. And, and actually, you know, what, what I'm about to say, you know, uh, isn't really kind of earth shattering. Um, but again, I think in light of, you know, the, the challenges around advertising and, you know, increased costs and operational costs. But I mean, ultimately, the the sellers that, that we're best placed to, to help have the following things in common. Um, so, you know, they're generating, you know, upwards of anywhere between 50 to $100,000 per month and, and, and above. Um, they have a cohesive brand. They sell quality products and they sell profitable products. Because all of these things, you know, are pretty basic and rudimentary, but they are more important now, particularly that that quality piece with the increased amount of competition on the platform and particularly that profitability piece. Um, because, again, when cost per clicks were, were pennies on the dollar, it didn't really matter so much. But, mm -hmm. but now profitability is, is really, really important. So, you know, those sellers who kind of, you know, tick those boxes, as it were, but are also serious about, you know, growing and scaling, um, you know, through advertising, you know, we can help those sellers kind of break through, you know, the 100K a month, the 250K a month, and even the 500K a month barriers that they're, that they're coming up against. I love it. So basically what you're telling us is the old adage that sales are vanity, but profits are sanity, right? right? I know. Funny that, isn't it? <laughs> it's funny that a lot of sellers, especially beginners, are focused on their top line. Like, look what we're doing. Look what we're selling. I'm doing $250,000 a week on Amazon. And the first thing you want to ask is, are you profitable? Well, you know, and that's the first question Seth asked me when we first started, uh, when we joined forces. And the answer was, no, I was not profitable. You know, I was selling, but I was not scaling because we were not earning profits. So yep. I want to ask you, um, if you don't mind, you don't have to go into a lot of detail, but give us a, a high level view of a case study or some recent win with one of the clients of sponsored profit. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, just recently 
you know, over the past, I would say, eight weeks or so now, um, probably a bit longer, we've been um, sort of testing and perfecting um, a strategy, a, a way basically to really kind of effectively use PPC to increase um, rank and to rank products on on, on page one. So, um, you know, one of our clients we've worked with for, I want to say, probably a little over two and a half years now, um, you know, consistent sales um, on, you know, um, the, the hero product or the hero product range. Um, and if I say, you know, consistently doing around 75 um, units per day, you know, using um, our latest strategy where really we're kind of cherry picking those search terms um, where, you know, the, 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 the seller, it, you know, converts higher than category average where there is sufficient volume to influence rank you know, I think within the space of 10 days, the average number of sales uh, for one product went from 75 units a day to I think it was 134 units a day consistently. And this was merely by kind of not increasing ad spend, but reallocating that ad spend uh, and going, OK, instead of, you know, paying, you know, instead of investing in, you know, these search terms here, here and here, we're going to take all that and we're going to put it here because we know this search term that the seller has a competitive advantage. We know there's sufficient sales volume to influence rank. And, and yeah, you know, for, for some keywords that we've struggled to rank on page one for, we, we got to page one within three days. I think in one in one instance, you know, page seven to, to, to page two in a little over five days. So that's a recent case study for the, um, for the strategy that we're testing and perfecting right now. Um, and, um, yeah, we're super excited with the results and can't wait to see where it goes. So Laura, the, the cherry picking strategy is one that I love and it's like, you, you can't do everything all at once and be yeah. everything to everybody. You have to focus in where you have an advantage. Like when we sold mm -hmm. memory or bamboo pillows, we could not rank for the search for memory foam pillow because it was too competitive. We had to pick our spots to, to make yeah. that business work. Yeah. So Laura, as we, uh, as we move close to the, uh, the end of our show here. I wanted to ask you, what are your top PPC tips for 2023, if you haven't mentioned them already? Yeah, I probably have, right? Um, you know, it's going to sound really counterintuitive, but, you know, less is more. Like, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, focus more of your ad budget on, on fewer keywords. It, it's just really knowing what to focus on, how to use the, the, the data available to you, how to understand the potential of your keywords to really move the needle for your business. So I think, um, you know, stop, you know, spreading those ad dollars too thin across too many, you know, even too many products, too many campaigns, too many keywords, kind of really double down on, you know, where do you convert? What drives consistent sales? That's what's going to make the difference to your business, which is really hard. I appreciate when we're in a space where there's a lot of noise and there's always something else that you could be doing or or should be doing. Um, so I think, you know, doing more with less is is really important. And as I said, I keep I keep mentioning, you know, um, Amazon experiments like test, test, test. Conversion is everything. You know, if, if you do one thing be working on your conversion, always be working on your conversion, because when you do that, 
you're essentially getting more traffic for the same spend or you're getting more sales, you know, for the for the same traffic and the same spend. Um, and again, that's going to help your bottom line. And ultimately, that's going to help you grow. I love it. So, Laura, we're moving into what we call the fun segment as we uh, reach the close <laughs> here. So I have a couple of fun Is it, though? <laughs> It is fun. And these are surprise questions, unless you've seen our uh, uh, podcast episodes before. But the first question is, what is your all-time favorite business book that you would recommend to our audience of sellers? Oh, that's a good one. Um, You know what? What I really, yeah, you know what I really enjoyed was um, Story Brand. Um, And I'm just trying to think. Oh my God, I can see his name now. Uh, Don, Dan, I've got the book up here. Um, I, I really enjoyed I, Don Miller. Yeah, story brand. Um, so I, I don't know if you've followed his books, but it's really about, you know, how you put the customer at the the forefront of, of, of your messaging. So, um, so yeah, I, I really sort of really enjoyed that book. Um, and I really like all of Mike McCallowitz's books, uh, in particular Profit oh, First. Yeah. That was that was a big one for us. That is a good one. That one, Seth? Yes, we are very familiar. So Story Brand, um, I have not read it, but it definitely speaks to uh, what Sean and I talk about all the time. It seems like for some reason, Amazon sellers don't put their customer hat on when they're designing their marketing. So, uh, <laughs> so it definitely helped. So, yeah. so Laura, we have uh, one more fun question here. So over the last 12 months or so, um, have you bought anything that others might consider a splurge, but you didn't regret the purchase? So, um, you know, it could be a boat or it could be a ping pong table like me. <gasps> I um, doesn't, wish. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, what's something that you bought that you enjoy enough that you don't regret it? Well, I mean, I don't know if it counts, but uh, I'm just in the process of buying a house. They well, count. That's pretty they count. exciting. <laughs> yes. So are you um, upgrading or downgrading or moving across town or what? Uh, moving across town and upgrading. So, yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. You're still close to Daryl, though, right? So you all can still work together? Oh, absolutely. Well, we're about, you know, uh, an hour's drive apart, which is just fine. We just like it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get any uh, unsolicited visitors. In the that's right. Okay. You have to actually plan that. All right. Good deal. All right. So uh, any uh, final words of advice for the audience out there or any special offer that you've uh, created for our listeners? Now's the time to share that. And in May, you can queue us up for our, uh, for our outro. Yeah. I mean, look, um, you know, I, I think just be, just be, you know, just be ready for more change um and, and embrace it if if you can and then in terms of special offers um you know we're, we're always happy to to work with post-purchase pro members um some of our favorite clients uh, have come from you guys so hey. um <laughs> yay so um for anyone that does come uh, to us from post-purchase pro um we'll waive uh, our setup fee which is just a few bucks under three thousand dollars and we'll also give you priority on boarding so we typically have a, a wait list of four to six weeks but if you come from seth and sean we'll we'll try and get you all set up in two weeks how about that i love it and they can reach you at for those listening not watching sponsored profit singular sponsored profit.com or laura l-a-u-r-a Laura at sponsoredprofit.com. So basically just by hearing and watching here, you can save about $3,000. So what a tremendous uh, offer for our audience. So we appreciate you hanging out with us today, uh, Laura. And I just want to say 
Thank you for taking the time out and we'll talk to you soon. Don't, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Thank you, Laura.